At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Yes, we do need to talk about that game a little bit from last night. Although I did, uh, I did get a good chuckle uh, reading Twitter this morning when somebody said, please, at all costs, do not talk about the Seahawks and football team. Can you maybe discuss like the worst Christmas songs of all time? Oh, I like that. That gave me a good laugh. Yeah. No, unfortunately, <laughs> we do need to talk about it from a gambling perspective. <laughs> and uh, Washington got there. So yeah. we'll take it. And that number yesterday, though, how it was b- bouncing back and forth and how Seattle actually opened up three, like 10 days ago, Washington be, you know, turned into the favorite, and then money came on Seattle yesterday. Yeah, they go off the favorite, too. I don't understand it. We touched on it briefly yesterday. They were a popular pick in a lot of the contests out here. Two people, $6 million on the line, which, okay, I got knocked out in week one last year. But two people used them in Survivor. We're down to 28. I you, don't understand it. I'll give you a good one. They're terrible right now. Paulie, when I was planning out Survivor, before I got kicked out in week two this year, uh, I was looking at Seattle's schedule, and they got me, by the way. This is the team that got me in week yeah, two against yeah. Tennessee. Do you know who they have in two weeks? They, they get Because I was planning this. I was going to keep them for next week or later on. They have Houston. Oh, mama. Are you, are you comfortable playing Seattle at Houston in two weeks? No way. You can't be. No way. Can you... Six to eight months ago, teams would have been lining up and saying nothing came of it, but let's talk Turkey here, and what do you want for Russell Wilson? With the report that the agent leaked about how you want – how many teams would get – he's been terrible. Awful. I mean, this is – how about after the game? We we need to do a better job getting the ball to Metcalf. What do you mean, we? He's in the back of the end zone waving his hand. No, I mean, this is ridiculous what's going on. So this is – yikes, they're out of the playoff race. They play the 49ers Sunday. That reopens San Francisco three and a half. Probably go higher, especially if Samuel plays. It doesn't. I don't think oh. he's going to. I yeah. think Debo's going to miss some time here, the way it looks. But uh, regardless, yeah, all the way back. They had to reopen three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And the flip side is good job by Rivera. They're getting stops. Defense is doing a better job. One to three in a row now. Uh, good job by Rivera here in Washington. And Heineke's been, uh, you know, not bad. Uh, good enough. And then you have the shenanigans with the kicker too. Where you can't you can't yep. kick the you kick the punt again. We saw this with the Steelers earlier in the Cleveland game. The punter can't kick a chippy from the two yard line. You can't you can't trust anybody, Paul? I mean, I don't know. I guess because so, he's usually the holder, but still. I in terms of player props, the two that I like yesterday we talked about back into the show. Gibson went over his yards, didn't score, went over his yards, tons of carries, 111 yards overall, and Lockett. And when you look back at uh-huh. you know the last five or six weeks, it made sense that a slot guy could actually get to the football team's defense. And Lockett did for 96 yards. But they, this sums it up beautifully. This is from Brock Heward. Lives in Seattle. Covers a team. I've never seen Russ having less fun playing football in his life. Mm. But I think that goes for the entire team. Did you see, like, can you blame Metcalf for walking? They, the camera was on Metcalf, like, the whole second half. Like, he's walking around like a lost puppy. Yep. Like, can you throw me the ball once, maybe? Is that possible? Yep. 
Yep. Smoke and mirrors the last couple of years, winning all those close games. Certainly Wilson was awesome, but this is you have a season like this under Carroll before. This so, is a nightmare. They're one of the worst teams in football on paper and record wise. The icing on the cake, they don't have their first round pick. Well, right, Jets. That's the Jets. Right? Ooh, so the Jets very, right now are like two in the top five picks or whatever. Very it is. good, yeah. yeah? And honestly win for the Jets Sunday against Houston. I know. They I know. lose that game, they're really in it. I'll give you another one. So the biggest problem for Seattle has been the lack of sustaining drives in the last three games. That is, since Russ came back, they had 10 first downs last night. They had 16 the game before against Arizona and 15 against Green Bay. But the time of possession, the defense is getting mauled. Last night, it was 41-25 to 18-35. That's... You know, an additional 20-plus minutes you're on the field as a, as a defense. Mm-hmm. Against Arizona, it was 40-22 to 19-38. And against Green Bay, it was 39-09 to 20-57. So basically, if you take the last three games and you add up the difference in time of possession, the defense has been on the field for an extra football game already, a full football game, a full 60 minutes over the last three weeks. That Good. Oh, boy, nothing. Yep. What? what yep. make, give me a positive right now about Seattle. No, there isn't one. They've, yeah, it's six, yeah, they've lost six of seven. The win was Jacksonville at home with Geno. Oh, my God. Yep. It, it, this, the offense is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And Wilson's been horrendous. I mean, that, again, San Francisco has got to win that game Sunday. You want to be a playoff team and be a force in the NFC and, and be a contender? you got to win that game. Can I, can I suddenly call Washington and Las Vegas a big football game? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Loser leaves town match, no doubt. And uh, Raiders yep. lane two and a half out here in Las Vegas. Yep, big tickets cashed again, too. Well, McKissick getting in twice last night certainly helps. Yes. And uh, what, Everett uh, scoring the first touchdown? That was uh, yeah, that, was, that was 15 to 1. Swain last touchdown was 25 to 1. First score of the game, Washington field goal plus 460. Get a missed extra point again. Uh-huh. So uh, a lot of those cashed, too. Did you miss the Manning yeah. cast? Yeah, there's only three left. Uh, that's so they're, they're going to pick and choose. They're doing obviously they're doing Patriots Bills next week, and I don't know how they're going to play it the rest of the season. We they will do the Monday night playoff game for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you got a Miami New Orleans, Cleveland plays uh, Pittsburgh Week 17. There's another dog matchup in there too. So I don't I don't know how they're going to they're going to look at this and, and right. what they're going to pick and choose. Uh, there'll be two left after the uh, New England Buffalo game, but yes, yes, I did. Uh, me too. But I did. You, you needed it with a game like that. I do think the the regular broadcast last night had some of their moments, um, maybe some of their better moments of the year. I really haven't paid attention that much because I do pay attention to the Manning cast. But even I think it was Greasy and or Riddick were pointing out, like on some of the replays, what is Russ looking at? Where he had he was forcing the ball yeah. down the field and then across the middle, it's like guy guys weren't covered by ten yards. They're like Russ, and he still had the ball. And he's like not. He's like, you, you never miss a guy like this. Yeah. How, how do you miss him? He's wide open. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, during much of the first quarter and second quarter, I just had it on and wasn't paying attention because of the Brian Kelly news came down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe this. Yep. Thamel was the first guy that had it with Yahoo, and then it just confirmed by eight, nine, ten other people. And then in a, in a span of a couple days, you get the Oklahoma and Notre Dame coaches leave. Why, is that why you can't believe it? It's because so many big names are on the move? Or you can't believe that yeah. LSU well, actually got a guy this good. No, or the timing. They could make the playoffs. Oh, it sucks. I know. I, mean, I never want to hear. You can never criticize a player again for skipping a bowl game. Ever. Ever. Well, 
This guy is, they could make the playoff. They're going to have to go with an interim coach if that happens. I don't think they're going to make the playoff. Everything getting a lot of chalk okay, but I would on ask Saturday. You this, but still, how about the timing? I, I, no, no question. It stinks. But what is he supposed to do? Right? Can't you say, call my agent when the season's over? Uh, he's out Can't, recruiting. That's uh, the other thing. Uh, Did you see that report? Oh, no, no. I, I saw it, yeah. One of, the, one of the coaches is walking into homes. He goes, I feel like a bleep hole. No, he, I got to walk out. I look at my yeah. phone. I go, oh, Christ. He, he was just pitching like a major recruit. The <laughs> assistant was. He walked out of the house. And his phone was blowing up because he couldn't pay attention to the phone when he was actually inside the house. So yes. he, as soon as he walked yes. out, yeah. he's like, wait a second, what? He's leaving? The news broke? Yeah. Walked out of the house. There's a tweet. I there felt like is. a bleep and bleep. Right. How's that parlay? It, it, and then Kelly was ghosting people. He didn't come out much. He wasn't a text till much later saying, sorry, I've decided to take the LSU job. I know. It's been real. Yeah. I mean, come I, on. I, but I'm also like, if he says no, like what? what what's he supposed to do, though? Like, nothing, nobody can keep a secret anymore. Although, like, nobody well, knew that he was up for the gig. Yeah. Well, they came heavy. Yeah, it well, was, it's, like the, it's like the Lincoln-Riley thing. Yeah. Are you going to right church, wrong pew? Do you want the LSU job? Or the follow-up was USC. Yeah. Kelly was asked about the USC job. That's when he said, unless the fairy godmother comes down with $250 million, Well, close. Sure. They got, I think it would be, be $150 million, whatever it is. $50 million a year, whatever it was. Yep. Uh, Crazy how it works out. The Notre Dame coach is leaving. What was he making? See, I don't know about that because they're uh, private. I saw like $2 million. It can't be right. right. It can't be right. No. But I know he is, according to numerous reports, he's uh, underpaid big time, especially with a resume like that. But what started all this was Mel Tucker. Sure. When Mel Tucker gets $95 million, everyone's looking around like, wait a second. I have the most wins at Notre Dame history? Look at my resume. Look at look what Lincoln Riley's done. When Mel, a guy who's three games over five hundred, gets ninety five million, and then they then Franklin gets that extension. Well, then it's like okay, if you tell your agent get the work. Paul, I'm old enough to remember when we were being told Matt Campbell and James Franklin were going to take the USC and LSU jobs. Right? Remember when they were the favorites? Where you could bet this stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt Campbell, hot name in college football. He's going to take one of these big jobs. James Franklin's definitely going to take. Like, they were the leaders at every single school. Thank God USC and LSU didn't settle. settle. I tell people all the time. Good point. Never settle. Good point. Right? Good point. Uh, did you see, another guy made a uh, – guys have that tweet. I, can't, I don't remember who had it. Uh, was it Samson? I don't know. Imagine you see this chaos and all these guys moving around in college football and what Texas did last year. Oh, another one. Sark. And, and that team is now, I don't want to say stuck with him, but they have him as their head guy moving forward into yeah. the SEC. Yeah. Well, Campbell would be perfect for Notre Dame because he doesn't care about winning conference titles. Yeah, there you go. Per, yeah. Be great. Excellent. Good for him. Oh, I got to laugh. Oh, good. Yeah, but that was, uh, I mean, this was this is fantastic. I, although it's not good for the sport, that it, the timing that the guy's doing. No, this. but what, what a Mickey Mouse. But you can't have an interim coach if you're in a playoff game. But Kelly did the same thing at Cincinnati. Cincinnati got to number three in the BCS. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then he left. He left. I, I See, I don't blame the guy. I really Before. don't. I, I don't blame the guy. How are you going to say no to that much money? How? You, you can take the job. But like, at least. But because then he has to recruit at LSU. Okay. It's all about the timing stinks for everybody. I mean, that's, life sucks. Like, if he says no to LSU now, hold off. What, are they going to say, okay, well, we're not going to go find another guy? Like, we're going to wait until the playoff is done in two months? Yeah, yeah. What, actually, what is that, six weeks from now? Yeah. Fickle to Notre Dame? Uh, well, no, how about Urban? Now Urban. Uh, now, Urban. Here we go with the Urban Meyer name. <laughs> Urban Meyer yeah. to Notre Dame? Yeah. That'd be great. Pull up Petrino, Urban. 
Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. A recap of Monday's betting action coming up next. And history suggests dogs will not be barking in Power 5 title games this weekend, with one possible exception. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. Monday Night Football recap. Football team to win between one and six points at Bet Rivers plus 350. They get the job done. First score of the game, field goal, Washington plus 460. Missed extra point plus 260. Everett, first touchdown, 15 to 1. Swain, last touchdown, 25 to 1. Nuggets from 7 down to 3.5. No Butler, no Hero, no Morris. The the Jokic brothers were there, as they said they were going to be. Showed up, and Denver won the game by 9. Coyotes plus 260. They got the win last night. Kentucky from 29 up to 32. Routed Central Michigan. Cornell Canisius over. 152 up to 157. 89-75. Also win some. Let's win some and lose some. Ohio State fans. They are refusing to cancel their hotel reservations in Indy to uh, stick it to Michigan fans. Michigan fans have nowhere to stay. Get out of (laughs) here. Yeah. According to reports. (laughs) How good is that? That's a rivalry, baby. Even though you beat us, yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. You got nowhere to stay. Have a long commute. We're not helping you out. Think about that. You don't want your money back. Even though you're not going. I'm not canceling. No way. Bad beat. Washington to win both halves last night. That was a nice payout. But uh, didn't get there as a result of the blocked extra point. And uh, 9-9 at halftime. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. For our radio and podcast people. Great videos as always. Eclectic mix. I think this is in Japan. But this uh, this dog goalie here, hey, look at this guy. Look at look at the keeper. Give me that. He, he catches them all. <laughs> he got, Funny. What a performance. Give me that. He just got like a whole set around him. Like eight, nine soccer balls. He grabs them, catches it, sets it down. Give me another one. Set it down. Piece of cake. And this was uh, last night. Sent it from a loyal viewer. Thank you very much. The, I think it's the Sixers or the Raptors. Sixers, yes. Throw it down. Slam it in, buddy. <laughs> uh, with authority. <laughs> the dog dunks the ball in the little oh, rim. Technical. He's hanging uh, on the rim. <laughs> yes. Uh, tee him up, right. Oh, you Billy Packer? Uh, concur, though, right. That, 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 yeah, come on. Yeah, that's excellent. Looks, looks right at the camera, too. He knows. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, another great bear video, right? This is so good. Couple pulls over on the side. She waves at the bear. Okay, we'll see you too. How does he know how to do that? Isn't that incredible? It's like when he's walking on the side of the highway, sees the orange cone, picks right. it up, and then moves it to the side with his nose. Look at the bear just went, okay, see ya. The bear waves back. Are you comfortable enough to pull over to the side of the road and do that? Yes, I am. With a bear 10 feet away? Yes. Because if he, if he makes a move, I can get out of the way, right? I can just accelerate. I, I can see that getting screwed up. Oh, really? Hit the wrong pedal. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on? Yes, absolutely. I fold, right? Too much? Uh, Harry Kane tweet. Very good. We can ask Nigel about this Wednesday. Tottenham was suspended. The match was postponed, rather, over the weekend. And they tweeted at him. 
and also Tottenham, these fans. Dallas to London to Burnley. 31 hours. No sleep. Fueled by coffee, cheese, crackers, and more coffee. Fridges, te- frigid temps and snow predicted for match day. The things we do when you love your club. And then they don't get to see them play. And then Harry Kane tweeted back, everything on me. Come on, I saw it. For your commitment and to make up for the match being called off, I'd like to invite you to a home game as my guest when you come to London. Okay, that is strong. Does he actually go through with it? Oh, sure, absolutely. I think so as well. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. How many American sports figures would actually do that? Many? Hmm. Maybe a handful. Well, he has a ton of followers, so... Well, Harry Kane's point super popular well, yeah, over there. To, to see it, right. So you got to think about a guy that's on his level over here in the States. Do you remember the Chip Kelly story? When he was at Oregon? They played Boise to start the season? Was it buying beers? No, no. But they played Boise. I think it was the uh, LeGarrette Blunt punch, punch game. Punch game, okay. Oregon lost. It was a good matchup of ranked teams, and uh, Boise... Oregon couldn't move the ball. And a fan said, I paid this for the oh, ho- that's hotel. Right. That's right. And, and Chip Kelly sent him a check. Yep. He goes, I paid this for tickets, hotel. I see that performance. And he sent him a check. Yep. There you go. Good for him. Win some loser presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Tuesday. Get a 20% profit boost on college and the NFL. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up Oregon. This is a good tweet from the Bear, Chris Felica on ESPN, talking about championship weekend in college football. With conferences, underdogs winning outright. Power 5 title games since mm-hmm. 2017. In the Pac-12, 2 out of 4. In the other 4 Power 5 leagues, 0 out of 16. No dog has won the SEC title game since Alabama in 2009. My God. Right? But that's, oh. that's what we've been talking about with this crazy Pac-12, right? Yep. When teams have a chance, they always spill it up. Always, these teams have a chance to make the playoff, have the best season, you know, make a really great bowl game, whatever it is, et cetera. And they always lose when, when they shouldn't, and then somehow they come back. And, it's like the Utah game two years ago. You win, you might be in the playoff. The table is set for you. Go ahead and take it. They were going to make it. And they got absolute. the game was over with by halftime. Yeah. When, that's, when they, that's when Oregon finally opened up the offense and right. said, let's go have some fun. Yeah, they hadn't seen it on tape all year, or Utah said after the game. Alabama, 92-game streak as the betting favorite ends was the longest since 1978, according to ESPN stats and infos from David Purdom. They also own the second longest streak of being favored 72 games from 2009 to 2015. Overall, Alabama's been favored in 164 of its last 165 games, going 149 and 16 straight up and winning six titles. And they're catching six and a half on Saturday. The Bulls with Jordan were favored 185 in a row, 95 to 97. The Dodgers were favored in 100. And f- Unbelievable. In Major League Baseball, the Dodgers were favored 150 games in a row, October 2019 to June 2021. And the Rams, greatest show on turf, favored 57 games in a row. I did not, I, was, I forgot about that. Uh, I would have guessed the Patriots. Sure. Absolutely. Right? If, if, if you're going to tell me it's a recent NFL team, I guess would have been the Pats. Uh, which streak do you think is the most impressive in which sport? I think, I think the baseball one that you said, if you think about that, no matter who you're playing, where it's at, 
your team is favored to win every single day for that many games in a row is just bonkers. Yeah. I would say the NBA, I mean, but if you had, like the Warriors. That was back, that was a long time ago when Jordan played every game. Right, too. that's exactly. He's played they didn't all have load games. management and all that. Sure, and if it's only five guys like per unit, so if you have the best two or three players in the NBA, you're going to be, like if, if Durant stayed with the Warriors and those guys never got hurt, they would have been favored in every game for five years in a row. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. So I would say that the Bama and the Dodger streaks to me are just that's insanity. But also it tells you that you know, maybe where was Alabama before they hired Saban? Absolutely. They were totally down and out. Yep. And uh It's like his rant last week. When I got here, people were just happy we win a game. Right. And now where we struggle and people complain. Sure. When it, there were fans what leaving the stadium in recent years when they didn't have a big enough lead at halftime. Or when they would leave, it's like pick your, pick, you know, pick your poison. Or when they would be blowing teams out. Oh, I'm bored by this again. Yeah, you're too good. So I'm yeah. gonna, you know, leave and go do something else. They'll be dogs for the first time since 2015. They played Georgia. They won 38 to 10. I remember the game. Okay. I, I had Alabama because I couldn't believe Georgia was favored. Um, see, USC can go on a run like that because of the yeah. conference and who who the Trojans are going to play. You know, week in and week out. He can turn that into just a total machine on the West Coast. And then, you know, would they be favored in their bowl game in the playoff, whatever, if they make it, that kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the regular season, Lincoln Riley can make USC a favorite in every game for the next five years. Yes. I'll look at the non-conference moving forward, but uh, you you probably got, you nailed it there. And this Adam Rittenberg from ESPN is coming on later. As someone at USC told me earlier, quote, we're going to get every player now. I believe him. Concur. Yep. yep. On the um, list of names to be the next LSU head coach, this is yesterday when they came out. Brian Kelly was not on the list. The, the betting odds. Lane Kiffin was the favorite at 2-1. to one, Followed by Mark Stoops. I wonder why nobody talks about Mark Stoops for a big job. What he's done at Kentucky has been remarkable. Well, you might get the Oklahoma job. It could be possible. The connection there. That, that, that would actually make some sense yeah. if you would. I don't know. Venables, uh, Stoops. I could see Stoops going there, but yeah, yeah sure. Campbell was on the list. Fickle, Aranda, Billy O'Brien. Campbell. <laughs> it's some press conference. Hey, you were preseason seven. You lost five games. What happened? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did also see Josh Heupel. I could see that, too. Yeah. Eight yeah. to one, by the way, to be the next Oklahoma head coach. Yeah. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a whole new level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has added... More and more same-game parlay props for college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. You must be 21. It's playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. And avoid where prohibited. Up next here, follow the money on VEASAN. We'll update some uh, season-long NFL numbers now that the sport has finished games in the month of November. Home field advantage. What home field advantage? The numbers tell quite the story. That's next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered as Bet Rivers 
has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And now there are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, L.A., and New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, great job by David Purdom, ESPN Chalk. Um, recapping where we're at right now in the NFL season. Last night, entering the game, underdogs covered at nearly 60% of the games in November. 23 dogs pulled outright upsets in the month, and heavily bet primetime favorites seem to go down on a weekly basis, as he pointed out. Home teams on the season are now, well, after last night, they're 78-101-1 against the spread. That is on pace to be the worst against the spread mark in the Super Bowl era. And underdogs, 99-77-1 ATS, on pace to be the best mark since 1980. Thought it would happen last year. But it could continue this year, even with fans back in the stands. I can't believe it, right? And then it was the wor- one of the worst Novembers ever for the public. I mean, remember, we, it was, we came in th- a couple weeks in a row. Johnny Avello, yeah, Mitch, good day for the play, a good week for the players, and they did a good job. And uh, then, okay, that ended. It was three weeks in it a was, row. Oh my God! There was <laughs> right. I think it was uh, the first weekend it started, and then the third weekend of the run, where certain bookmakers who, who have been doing this for a long time said, "Worst weekend I can ever remember." Yeah. Or right in there, the yeah. middle. The middle week was also bad for the books and great for the you know public. And, you know, the whole talking point at that point was at some point it's going to flip. Like, this is not going to continue. Like, the favorites are going to stop, you know, winning and covering all these games. And eventually the dogs are going to start barking. And it did. What it normally doesn't do is continue like this, though, Paul, Mm -hmm. to where it's been, you know, a full month of games, basically. And now today is November 30th, so we have no more games in this month. But I actually, I like the NFL like this. Um I've said this all the time. I bet like ug- ugly teams in the NFL and bad teams in the NFL probably more than what I should. But I bet on you know bad teams in the NFL more than I bet on good teams. Um, and I just, I like the sense of parity. And at this point now we're coming up in week thirteen. It's like who's going to win the Super Bowl? You know, in years past, like you could maybe boil it down to a handful of teams. Now it's it's like completely mm-hmm. wide open in the AFC and NFC. One bookmaker who's been doing this for 30-plus years, said there was a one week where the players won only one game and another week they won two games. Percentage-wise, it was unbelievable the number of wins. I was shocked. Nothing going the public's way Mm -hmm. in November. Did you see this on Thanksgiving? There was a prop offered in town. Will both teams score 40 or more points in the Bears-Lions game? Yeah. A better place to $227,000 bet on the no. To win twenty two hundred, well sixteen fourteen. Never had to sweat it, but that was risking two twenty seven to win twenty two hundred. It's actually probably a pretty good bet. Oh my god! To be honest, I mean, if you have that much money, based on the number where it was at, it probably should have been a lot higher with those two teams. Don't you think? The fact that it was offered and they're going to take that. Well, I mean. Person's only going to win a couple thousand dollars, no, so got to take that. Yeah, right. Of course they would, uh-huh. but I'm I'm for something like that. Again, I told you that I, the, for the first time in my life, I laid ten dollars this year in a baseball thing yeah. with the awards with Otani. It has to be like the Chiefs playing uh, back in the day, like that Chiefs Rams game. Will someone get shut out? 
Yeah, you right. Just bet the no there, but that is uh, that, be, that, that's be, a, yeah. That's it, that was interesting that it was offered, and also someone yeah, creative prop. But then someone said, "Give me two twenty-seven to win twenty-two hundred, whatever it was." Yeah. Like if remember that game they played on that Monday night again? That was fifty-four fifty-one or whatever it was. If a prop would have existed, mm-hmm. a yes/no prop would have existed. Will there be a touchdown? No touchdown scored or yes touchdown scored. You just lay you know minus yeah. eight million on the yes. There's going to be a touchdown. You bet a ton mm-hmm. to win very little whatsoever. Um, back to college here for a second and watching. Did you watch much of the Riley press conference from USC in that setup? Great setup. How do you say no to something like that? Yes. Right. I mean, you're going to own that city now. You're going to be able to dominate. And this is Lincoln Riley talking about what they're going to do as a program. We believe in what this place can be. And that is because that will be done with the players on the field. And to, to win championships, to get this program to where we all know and believe that it should be, it's going to take every single one of us. And we are going to be committed to, one, bringing the best staff in the country uh, here to USC to help guide this team. I'm going to guess, what, two years before they can make a run for the playoff? Mm. Not going to quite say next year, because yeah. USC has been just, he's, you know, he'll bring in players and then give them like two years, maybe three years before, uh, you look well, at USC, maybe a playoff team. That's a tough call, because what's going to happen around the rest of college football? Sure. And how long will it take Brian Kelly to get things going at LSU? But that's, uh, that's a good discussion. I thought they'd do the press conference at the London and West Hollywood. With that backdrop right there on the strip, and you had the hills, and but you could see over his shoulder. Well, the, when you the put Holly, a problem yeah. up there at the Coliseum, I mean, yeah. and everything's in the background. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. The Hollywood sign, and uh, how about the contract? How about the contract? How good is this? Hunter? Now he was making what seven? And he, I believe that was so. The number, okay, yeah. well, you know, you've, you've lived there. How expensive it is in California, and certainly uh, in Los Angeles. Hundred and ten million. They're buying both of his homes in Norman. For five hundred thousand over the asking, <laughs> so there's a million dollar bonus. They're buying a six million dollar home for him, and unlimited use of the private jet twenty four seven for the family. Oh, mama! Again, <laughs> a plus job by USC. <laughs> they did what they had to do to get their guy, oh. and it makes sense. Why wouldn't they? Do you know how much money they have? Do you know how much money the boosters have? The alumni base for USC. It's preposterous. Yeah. Well, the other thing. So this is nothing uh, for them. Yeah, sorry. The other thing you hit on it earlier, stop hiring, and we'll see what Oklahoma does. Stop with the guy had to go here or have ties to the school. Yeah. Cut it out. Sure. Look at Saban at Alabama. Mm-hmm. LSU just grabbed Brian Kelly. You went Sark. You went Kiffin. You went Helton. Oh, he's a nice guy. But it was a mistake, mistake, mistake. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go get the best guy available. Nice guy. Who uh, cares? You're fired. Yeah, go home play with your kids. Right. Get the best guy available. Don't he has to have ties to the program. Ridiculous. That's why it backfired big time on USC and so, what they did. Um, as we've been saying now for the last month on this committee show tonight, I wish we could bet on this. Like, w- put a number on it, right? Like, where is Michigan going to be? Okay. Are uh, they going to be two? Yes. Okay. I would have Cincinnati ahead of Alabama. Uh, that's common sense. Well, I don't think they're going to do that either. I would have Alabama out of the top four. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's some common sense as well. It's ridiculous. Alabama had no business winning that game Saturday as a 20-point favorite. And Auburn fires their OC yesterday. It's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. Do you concur? That sounds accurate. That's not what I would do. 
But I, I, wouldn't think that, I think that's what the committee is going to do. Okay. And if I had a bet on it, if you put two and a half right now on Michigan, I would bet under. I think they're going to be number two. I think it's there's no way Alabama can go back to number two. Not after they just had Ohio State leap Alabama, and then Michigan took them apart and totally dominated that football game. You can't you can't have that. The Wolverines now have to bounce up to number two. Yes. Pat Forty threw this out as well. As far as uh, chaos Saturday, Georgia wins, but Michigan. Gets beat, and Oklahoma State loses. You would have, I think, eleven teams with two losses. How about then, who do you? I guess you go Notre Dame there too, but to get them in. Notre uh, Dame with the interim uh, coach, and, and this is also Cincinnati gets beat. Cincinnati loses, Georgia wins, Michigan gets beat, and Oklahoma State loses. Who are you putting in? There's like eleven teams in that scenario with two losses. I don't know what the maybe Baylor. You know, I don't know what they would do. I with actually, that. I, I want to see that happen, just to, to watch how the committee is going to have to scramble. And then I want to, I want to watch the entire press conference or as long as possible with uh, Barta. Be a bleep show. Yeah, it that would be. Happens. It would be. Yep. Would you completely under that scenario again? Is the ACC just completely cooked? They have no chance. Yes. Yep. No matter what they do, yeah. if, if Pittsburgh beats Wake. Yeah. 47-10, and Pickett is unbelievable, and all of that happens. Well, I mean, unless ba- the Baylor game is just 9-6 or something. I mean, you see, b- what Baylor might be as high as 8 tonight. So that, and if they can beat a top 5 team and win their conference, I, they, can't, they can't jump Baylor then. Yeah. I would say no. No way. I, I, would, I would love the committee to have some onions once and put Oklahoma State ahead of Alabama. I'd love to see it. They will, they will never do that in a million years, but I'd love to see him do it. Well, since he should definitely be ahead of Bama tonight, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. The VEASAN holiday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You're also going to receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Matt Eumann's on the program coming up next. We'll get his best bets for the conference title games coming up this weekend and uh, what he likes tonight in college basketball here on Follow the Money. It's vcin, the sports betting network. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Let's try to get some winners tonight. And uh, this weekend, as Matt Ewins joins the program, senior editor at vsin.com. His show is called The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel. Every day, Monday through Friday at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, right here on VSIN. Matt, good morning. How are you? Pretty good, man. Hopefully, uh, we have some winners here. So, uh, I got some college football, college hoops plays. And uh, tell me where you want to start. Yeah, we'll do college football first this week and what you like in the SEC title game. We talked about this, how dogs in Power 5 conferences not called the Pac-12 have not won since 2017. But are yeah. you on the dog here? Not not to win, but to just to cover the game uh, against the spread with Alabama. Yeah, and everybody knows the history here by now with uh, Nick Saban. He hasn't been this big of a dog since 2009, and last time he was a dog of any kind, 2015, at Georgia plus one, he won 38-10. to 10. You know, that history doesn't mean a whole lot when you head into a game like this. 
I look at Georgia, and the defense is allowing 6.9 points per game. But if you look at the opposing offenses and opposing quarterbacks, you're pretty weak. Now, I'm not saying this Georgia defense is not dominant. But the one thing that has not happened is Georgia has not been uh, tested uh, by a really skilled group of receivers and a, a really good quarterback. If you look at Bryce Young's numbers, they're better than any quarterback in the country across the board. He struggled a little bit last week, but he led that 97-yard drive when he had to. Uh, you know, I think what's going to happen here is Alabama's got to be smart enough to know that you can't try to establish the run game against this Georgia defense. You're going to have to spread the field with those receivers, stretch the defense, and really test Georgia in a way it has not been tested all season on defense. And Alabama has the, uh, the talent to do that. So is that going to be enough? I'm not sure. But I'm going to play Bama here. Uh, anytime you get Nick Saban catching a significant amount of points, I think you have to take a serious look at it. And uh, at some point, Georgia's got to be tested by somebody, right? So it's, uh, I think Bama is probably the team to do it. I have not bet the plus six and a half yet because I've had a couple bookmakers tell me for sure this number is going to go to seven. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Avello said it yesterday on our show, and I had another bookmaker tell me the same thing mm. uh, the, the previous day. So uh, I, I think when it flashes seven, it's not going to stay there long. But, hell, you never know what's going to happen on uh, Saturday because there are a lot of people that really believe this Georgia team is that good. Uh, I watched Tennessee get off their really good start against Georgia, had a couple drives die in the red zone. And, um, you know, Alabama is more skilled than uh, Tennessee, obviously, in offense. So. I think the Tide can hang in there, have a shot to win the game, and I'll be waiting for the seven to show up. Very good. How about in the Big Ten title game? Iowa, 10.5 or 11. Again, not to win the game outright here, but a chance just to cover the spread. Do you like the Hawkeyes? There's got to be an emotional hangover with the Wolverines, right? It's just human nature. When you have a game like that circled all year, not only all year, that game's been targeted by uh, the Wolverines for about three years because they were embarrassed by Ohio State. Now, also, I think the weather played in to that result last week. When uh, when I saw the snow and the cold in Ann Arbor on Saturday morning, I said, oh, man, this is not going to be good for the Buckeyes. And and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, they played like pansies in uh, the cold weather, and their, their offense never really got on track. Their defense just physically got run over. The one thing you can't do to Iowa is physically run over their defense. Iowa's strong up front. They can stop the run or at least contain the run, which uh, the Buckeyes were unable to do. So I don't think it's necessarily a really bad matchup for Iowa. There's nothing sexy about this Hawkeyes team, especially on offense. The quarterbacks are pedestrian at best. Uh, but they, I think they can run the ball, keep this close. And again, uh, a lot of the handicap here is just about, about the emotional hangover from Michigan because that was uh, – Probably the biggest win of Jim Harbaugh's college career. A lot of those guys, it was the biggest game of their life. And you come back a week later and play an Iowa team that looks like it's not very good mm-hmm. on paper. And uh, I think the Hawkeyes can hang in there. I, I'm taking the 11. All right. Did I hear that right? Hutchinson had 15 quarterback oh, he hurries. Did. He did. 15 quarterback in one by game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about uh, down the road here? Uh, the Mountain West, great story with Utah State. I mean, they, what, one in five last yeah. year. Every loss was by 19 or more. They play San Diego State, who had a hell of a season, 11-1. and one. I will disagree with Kenny White. I don't think there's a home field advantage. Uh, I don't think you'll no. see a lot of Aztec fans making the drive to Carson from San Diego. What do you think of this one? Uh, six, six and a half in that range. Hey, you love this Utah State team, and it's, uh, it's true. I don't think there's 
much or any home field advantage here for San Diego State playing in suburban uh, L.A. I'm perplexed by the San Diego State team, and I have been all season. I have no freaking idea how this team's 11-1. and one. I've watched every game, and uh, they, they pull a rabbit out of the hat here and there. Mm. And, uh, you know, last week, Boise State's up 16-3 to late in the first half. The Aztecs pull the quarterback, Jordan Brookshire, off the bench, who hadn't played in over a month. And he looks like Johnny Unitas yep. and leads uh, the Aztecs to 24 straight points. Where where did that come from? <laughs> and Boise, you know, Boise State's collapse as well. That was the hottest team in the Mountain West coming into the game. So it's it's very difficult to figure how the Aztecs keep winning these games, but they do. They won a lot of close games. The one thing I will say is a, a really good passing quarterback can light up that defense. Even though San Diego State ranks ninth in the nation in scoring defense, 17.3 points a game. I've seen Jake Hayner of Fresno State, Carson Strong of Nevada, light up that defense because they can get the ball downfield. Logan Bonner of the Aggies can do the same. He's got 32 touchdown passes this season. Aztecs quarterbacks, Brookshire, Lucas Johnson, have combined for 12 TD passes in 12 games. San Diego State's probably going to find a way to win the game, but I'm taking the six with Utah State. By the way, the Aggies, 6-0 and straight up on the road this season. Okay, very good. Now, some big tickets were out there, by the way. I saw 85-1 to on Utah State uh, as, mm-hmm. you know, two months ago, like mm-hmm. early October. Did you yep. have any big numbers on, you know, futures that are alive this weekend? Uh, no, I don't bet many college football. I didn't bet any college okay. football futures except Utah. I had Utah 10-1 to to win the Pac-12, and that's it. There you go. Uh, I had six I had six win totals that I put out on VSIM before the season, I bet, and went 6-0 on those. Oh. I needed two wins last weekend to get there. Uh, so two of those were winners in the last game of the season, but uh, had a good season on win totals. Oh, great job. No How about college basketball tonight? This uh, Big Ten ACC challenge going on. Let's begin with a game that you definitely like with Syracuse taking on Indiana. Yeah, I'm taking three with Syracuse. I made the number, well, basically pick them. And uh, Syracuse has had a, uh, a couple of uh, embarrassing losses, including allowing 100 points to Colgate, not playing great defensively. But I look at Indiana, I'm not sure the Hoosiers justified being road favorites here. I have played all six of their games at home, really have not been tested. It's been a weak schedule. I think Mike Woodson's done a pretty good job so far uh, turning Indiana around. But again, it's a team that's been untested so far, and the first road game at Syracuse is going to be a test. Trace Jackson Davis is Indiana's offense. He had 43 points against Marshall over the weekend. It's not like Syracuse is really strong under the basket, but Jesse Edwards is a decent shot blocker at 6'11". Uh, Buddy Beheim's going to pick it up at some point. He's shooting 31% from three, but Buddy Beheim and Joey Girard are two of the best backcourt three-point shooters in the country. Uh, Syracuse did have a decent win over Arizona State last week, and again, I made this pick him. I'll take Syracuse plus three. And uh, I do want to mention, too, the um, – the other ACC Big Ten Challenge game tonight that's going to be fascinating is Duke at uh, Ohio State. And uh, we were on, Mitch, we talked about Friday on Duke, plus eight and a half or nine against uh, Gonzaga. And that was an insane line. You know, when you go back and think about it, the number one team in the nation with three NBA players was a nine-point dog on a neutral. I, I got to think that there's going to be some sort of hangover from that game for Duke, and that's why I'm not laying the three. I, I want to play Duke here because Ohio State's not at full strength, but I think it's a tricky spot, and it's going to be an electric atmosphere tonight in Columbus. Uh, so I'm probably going to stay away from that, but Duke now at number one uh, is going to catch everybody's best shot. So I'm a little bit, uh, I guess, uh, uneasy laying the three points 
in that game tonight. And you guys saw what happened to Gonzaga last night. I mean, yeah. the first game yeah. after that huge game Friday in Vegas, Gonzaga goes home. And Tarleton State's a terrible team. Zags are up one point and a half. They win by nine. They shoot four for 19 for three, and they missed 10 free throws last night. Yeah. So Duke has a hangover effect like that. The Blue Devils could be in trouble in that game. Yeah. What, are you, what are you working on with point spread weekly? I just wrote about the college football championship games, and uh, and that's about it. College football, I think, takes center stage this week. It's not a great NFL schedule, even though I think the Monday night game, Patriots-Bills, could be the best Monday night game of the season. Yep. Uh, this is going to be how, – how great, by the way. I know we got to wrap it up, but how phenomenal was Saturday in college football? Oh, my God, A-plus. Awesome. One of the best I can remember, Matt. Yep, yep. yep. All right, thanks for the time. Good luck. You bet. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. Uh, catch your show every single day, Monday through Friday at 4 o'clock right here on Vs in the first hour of this show, Follow the Money, is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Log in each Tuesday and get a 20% profit boost on college and NFL football. Must be 21 plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, we'll get into AFC and NFC future numbers and discuss the weakest link from each true contender.